1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I have
2: not reacted to the Steelers' win yet. I don't have too much of a deviating opinion about most of it, but there's one mainstream point that's been circulating that uh, that I would like to show some contention to, uh, but we can talk about that. And if you want to voice your opinions, if you want to ask me any questions personally, welcome to do that again four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero, and you can look my account up on X Calus underscore three three. But uh, they won, and it wasn't any testament to the the offense, and we know that. Now Crowley in week one. When Adam Crowley and I were uh, when he was talking and when him and I were discussing when we were you know talking on the show briefly, he said that the in week one against the 49ers that the Steelers defense was much to blame because giving up 30 points isn't acceptable and in some in some respects that's correct in a vacuum that's correct you don't want to give up 30 points in a game. That's uh, a bit unreasonable. That's a bit too many. For me, though, and I think Doran was, you know, kind of agreeing as well. When the when the offense, you know, has four straight three and outs to start, and then one drive on three plays ended in interception, right? So essentially five three and outs to start the game. It's hard for the defense to get into a rhythm, especially against an elite offense like San Francisco's was where they just grinded with the run and they had enough weapons to chip away at the Steelers' defense. The offense not staying on the field long enough to give the defense rest, I think, you know, caused the defense to eventually break down and, and you know, San Francisco's offense was really good. So I didn't blame the defense at all. You know, Crowley did, and, and and, you know, that was that. And I'm happy to... Just know that now we look at week two and we see how well the defense played against a a team that right now you could classify as kind of mid, right? Still, still competitive. They're in trouble. The Browns are, so it seems. But, um, but you know, a respectable team. They had you know some weapons going into that game. Right, a mid team, and the Steelers defense ate the Browns up. So then you look at that game, and you're like, okay, you know, the Steelers' defense played well. I mean, Watt it pressured well, and everybody else around him thrived. And and the defense that scored, what are they, two times? So um, it's, it wasn't really the offense's fault at that point. Like, we all realize that. And you could argue, okay, is it is it the, the Steelers' defense that's actually – Good or is it what that's carrying the defense? I mean, that's that's not that's you know a fair question, but not necessarily here nor there as it relates to which side of the ball is is creating the most impact. It wasn't the defense's fault. I never blamed them from week one. You shouldn't have either. But even if you did, then you saw in week two, it's like okay, this Steelers defense dismantled the Browns, created enough pressure, made enough plays, and eventually and ultimately won. The Steelers, that football game. Then you look toward the offense. What's the problem there? And now there's more fingers being pointed. No longer it's being pointed at the Steelers' defense. It's being pointed at, okay, is it Matt Canada or is it Kenny Pickett? Is Kenny Pickett really the guy? Can Kenny Pickett really come through? Is he the quarterback you want? Can he play the position in a way that can win you football games and and keep you in a playoff race and win a playoff game because that's the goal this year, right? That seems to be the universal goal among Steeler fans. Is Kenny Pickett good enough of a quarterback to lead the offense to winning a playoff game this season? And then you turn to the culprit as well. Uh, That's been the culprit for, for years now. The, the guy being most pointed at over the last roughly three years, it's Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. Is it his fault? Is he scheming properly? Is he setting the offense up for success? And then you turn to Mike Tomlin as well about the offense because he hired Canada and he oversees everything. And, um, you know, why can't he – fix these problems or get Canada fired and and that would help the team. So there's three parties to seem to blame for the Steelers' struggles on offense. I think Kenny Pickett is gonna be fine as a quarterback. That's what I'm saying that right now. And I'm not I'm not being homer about it either. I have a more neutral stance on Kenny Pickett because I understand the background that he has where Some of you might doubt his abilities based on the fact that he was a fifth-year quarterback or technically a sixth-year as well because, you know, COVID and all that. But, you know, he had played in college football for a long time. He's older than most rookies coming out of college. And, you know, here he is now just being shoehorned into the Steelers because he went to Pitt. And I I get that opinion. But for me, I still think that he developed enough and maybe that sixth-year helped him to the NFL, and maybe he can thrive based on what he learned in those later years of his career as a college football player. So I'm not ready to throw it out on him yet.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: I'm a little less inclined to blame Mike Tomlin as well for the sake that Tomlin's not an offensive mind, though you know he should have some say in that being the head coach, and I get that argument as well. But well, my blame lies in Matt Canada and I will get into more detail about that. But first we have a caller at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero that wants to uh talk. So good morning. Hello. What's your name? Hey, Will from Apollo. All right, Will, what's on your mind?
3: Um I think Matt Canada is a little bit to blame as well. They tried another one of those jet sweeps that was just eaten up. Uh, yep. you know. Yep. But I don't think no really Looking at the line as much, I, I didn't think they were getting a nice push. This is, like, the second week in a row that they didn't get a push on the def- other side. Like, they didn't push the defenders back. Right. Um, and Kenny Pickett didn't really have a lot of time to throw. And he almost hurt him his shoulder on the one play. Yeah. Because um, he got smacked. and. He had to do that in order to deliver a good ball to George Pickens across the middle. So I just don't know if he's having a lot of time and space to really scan the field like he should.
2: You know who's been disappointing for me? Well, Dan Moore was doing so well in the preseason, and this man has fallen back to um, letting up defenders to make plays on the quarterback. Um,
3: My disappointment, honestly, is Mason Cole. I watched him get destroyed one-on-one. And, I mean, I understand it's hard to block a, you know, 300-pound defender one-on-one, but I I expect a little bit more effort than what I'm seeing from him. I mean, I I figured
2: he was really good. Yeah, that's their whole job, though. They're getting paid to block those big people. That's just, I mean, I get it. It's hard for the everyday person, but they are specializing in this, so I don't give them a pass for that. They got to get it together.
3: Mason Cole, he's supposed to be the leader of that offensive line, and I just feel like he's been a major letdown. But, uh,
2: you know, I appreciate the time. Thank you. Well, thank you for the call. I appreciate your input at 412-928-9370. we got another person on the line. Uh, Good morning. What's your name? Hi, Bob from Northside. All right, Bob, what's on your mind? So what I'm seeing is the offense just wasn't ready for the speed of the game. So whoever's responsible for that,
3: the offensive coaches – but I see Kenny get better from game one to game two, and that's all I needed to see. I think you know, get your lumps early because I want the best ball to be back, and you know, what I mean, I want to play best ball in December. So whoever's responsible get him up to the speed in the game. That's where I think uh, we'll find our wins.
2: Thanks. Yep. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. At four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Yeah, good points. I mean, who is who's supposed to get the team ready? That is the offensive coach's that's one of the reasons why I blame Matt Canada. I don't want to wait till December for them to heat up, though, this year. Them starting late has not helped them in years past. I mean, they limped into the playoffs in the 2021-22 season, and they got slaughtered by the Chiefs with uh, with Ben Roethlisberger um, right on the doorstep of retirement. That wasn't fun. There was no, oh, the Steelers have a legitimate chance to move on. There was none of that. And then even last season, it was kind of exciting because, okay, they're almost there. They start 2-6. and six. No team in NFL history that started 2-6 and six has ever made the playoffs. The Steelers could have been the first in history. That's kind of exciting, but but then what? They They run into a, a big team when they go into the playoffs. Right? They're going to run into another big team, and do they really have a chance? So it's never really been exciting. So when we talk about, when that's brought up, you know them being, you know them heating up in December. I don't love hearing that. I don't love saying that because I don't, you know, I don't want them to have to heat up if they start slow and they lose. You know, seven of their first ten, like they did last season. They were three and seven at one point. Keep that in mind too. And then they ended up winning seven down the stretch to to be in playoff contention. But I don't want that again. And I've said this before, I, I would rather them have a, a couple years where they finish toward the bottom to get value, to get draft stock, and improve that way if it means that they'll be out of the middle for the next three or four seasons. That's just how I feel. Now, some of the acquisitions they made this off season were great, and they were really pleasant. And from... What we understand from insiders that watch the team during camp, the offense looked different, and then the offense came out there in the first two regular season games of the year and reverted back to what they'd done in years past and ran predictable and, in some cases, silly plays. That's where I have a problem with the offense. I don't want to wait for them to heat up. There's no heating up. The, The heating up should should have already been done through the preseason. I, and I, you know, I get their streaks in the regular season, but, like, this is a team that has these high expectations, that's investing a lot, and that has made the acquisitions and, and gotten the big names necessary to win football games. So, you know, I don't want to hear, let's heat up in December. I mean, they might start slow. I don't want them to start slow anymore. To me, that's not worth it. It's not worth it for another slow start, middle finish